Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. <laughs> greetings, greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome in today for episode 85 of the Pod Ones podcast. I'm your host, Char Char J, joined by my co-host, Luke. Hey, what's going on? And I don't like that comment. And Harris Productions. What the fuck is this comment? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> also, there goes your monetization. I just said fuck in 30 seconds. Anyways. Eh, whatever. I uh, hope everyone's having a great Thursday night. Today we're going to be discussing Season 2, Episode 20 of Star Wars Rebels, also known as The Mystery of Chopper Base. Uh, we have one guest on, and she'll be making her debut to our Rebels show, um, or more or less debut to our show in general. Yes. You might have seen her recently, but before we bring her in, Luke Harith, we're ready to go? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. The Jedi Knights are all but destroyed, and yet your task is not complete, Inquisitor. The Emperor has foreseen a new threat rising against him. The Podwans Podcast. Okay, so I want to preface something before we uh, bring in our guest. Uh, yes, we were a bit late. Uh, I messaged Luke that I, w- I was going to be late because I had some matters to take care of. And so I was saying, hey, uh, you guys can go ahead without me. But I guess, you know, you know, I can't, you know. Every just, single time. No, no, no. Just, and I will that, say this. You know? and, and I will say this. I will say this. Char, I am awful at doing intros. For the podcast, it's absolutely atrocious. Every single, time, every single time I I do it, it falls flat and it's so awkward. So like I and I wanted to talk to our guest a little bit longer. So sue me. Um, but yeah, yes, which you, you know, Luke, our our guest is very interesting. Oh yeah, absolutely. She's been on. She was on two reactions for Rings of Power. That was her first debut. Yeah, um, and she was on for our Mandalorian reaction. This yep, week. absolutely. Uh, yeah, so you might have yeah. seen her face around here, but uh, let's bring in uh, Luke. You can say her name, <laughs> uh, Selma Emily. <laughs> I was waiting to see who was going to attempt that. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I was trying to say your name the other day. I was like Selma Emily. <laughs> yeah, I just I say I say Selma Emily, but I mean you can just call me Emily. It's fine. It, yeah, <laughs> and, I'm, not and... a, I'm not a big Tolkien guy, so I I don't right. I don't even know how to say. It. Is it Silmarillion? No. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a it's a niche reference. I, I I mostly understand that people are like, what? <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> what yeah. is that, nerd? <laughs> yeah, but Emily, how are you? I'm great. I'm really. I can't believe it's my first time on the actual podcast. I like didn't realize it. I had. Yeah, you've been around yet. Luke for a while now, so it's, it's yeah. a fun that you're you know making your appearance now. But you have oh. made it a few days ago, actually. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but um, Emily, where can um, the good people of the Pod Ones community find you? You can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Silmar Emily. Got lucky, got the handle everywhere. Awesome. Oh, yeah, that doesn't happen very often. And by no. the way, um, uh, did you notice anything, uh, a familiar voice in that intro, by the way, Emily? Maybe. It's Chris. Really? Yes, and he's got. Yeah. He did it. He did it in. Uh, it, it was when he first got his Vader, his whole Vader cosplay. He only had his helmet. Oh, so he did. He only had ah. the helmet. So he did the recording, and then Hera threw it into a into oh. Adobe, right? 
Or something so like that? What ended up happening was uh, Chris got his Vader helmet. I immediately messaged him. I was like, wait, I have an idea. Because he already yeah. recorded the audio. And I was like, what if we just sync it up? And so I worked <sighs> in privately with Luke Char didn't know. And I, and I masked it out. And then I just threw it into Adobe. It was Mac. to start season two, too, right? It, yeah. We've, nor was it, it was, was it the start the, of season one? It was the middle of season two. Oh, yeah, I was like, oh, that's a really, really fancy intro. Okay. No, yeah. So, yeah. Um, and Chris has done a whole lot of other things for us as well. It, but also, Jesse, uh, it is Women's History Month. Uh, I uh, Happy Women's History Month. And I'm not holding Alanis down, if anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't fired. We had we, There was a breach of contract. And oh. both sides agreed that it was probably the best to move on. But oh, this situation sounds familiar. Oh, just <laughs> it's Women's History Month. Can you not, please? Goodness. All right. <laughs> but in all seriousness, Happy Women's Month, you guys. Yes. Uh, the women in all of fandom, you guys are important, and uh, we here at the Pod Ones appreciate everything that you guys mean to our community. So. Sorry, there you go. Luke drinks his uh, Very nice. lemon juice. Uh, by the way, uh, Duel of the Ranks is doing uh, Mando Bingo. And I got one that I got to cross off today on my bingo cards. So. Nice. Which one was it? I, uh, I think I got mine too. It was seven. Um, it was it was number Dink seven. Dink Farrick, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I think that's what it was. It was um Manos's um, Dink Farrick bef- um before um, the end before of episode two. Or episode two. Yeah, oh, and he said Dink Ferrick. He did say the, it. Uh, the pirate. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I am pirate space fight. I'm wishing that we could have done something like this because I think we could have made it all like it, it, it would have done mm-hmm. it really good. But maybe we'll do that for Ahsoka, mm-hmm. or we can do a different type of thing. Maybe not bingo. Oh, what do you think? Yeah. Tic tac toe? How are you going to do that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Um, I don't know. Connect, connect four. Connect four. <laughs> but uh, Brooke in the chat. Thanks for waiting. Oh, I Brooke. Yeah, I apologize for the delay. I I got no, busy no, no, with, no, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, it is time. Yes, yes. So just because we had you waiting, oh. Brooke, we will promote your 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 products. So yes. Brooke, she's not only a content creator, but she has her own merchandise website which is farfarawayfactory.com you can go and find star wars marvel dc products whether it stands from sweatshirts t-shirts uh stickers earrings all different types of uh clothing and uh apparel you can go and find her on farfarawayfactory.com her etsy page at farfarawayfactory you can follow her on tiktok at b or underscore b underscore underscore b dazzler underscore i sometimes i mess up the underscores i'm not part of underscore gang <laughs> anymore uh and then instagram at farfarawayfactory uh, yeah, so if you want to go give her um, uh, some of her some of your money to go get some of her stuff, it's really really nice. Mm-hmm. She has pictures of certain scenes in Star Wars uh, characters. She also oh, you have the personalized did, shoes. Yeah, she custom made uh, his Jordan ones. Yep, that's so cool. With all with quote with quotes uh, from the movies that Vader is in. Yeah, she does so. jackets too. Yep, she did. Yeah, she does. She does a bunch of things. So yeah, Mm -hmm. if you want to go find, wouldn't be surprised. It is farfarawayfactory.com. Yep, farfarawayfactory.com. Would not be surprised if she comes out with The Last of Us. Get up! I I've been waiting. 
I did mention Ooh. before about Hot D merchandise. I know. Yeah, Hot D merchandise. Yes. <laughs> she is. She is a sucker for Daemon Targaryen. Yeah. Emily here yeah. hasn't watched Game of Thrones or uh, House no. of the Dragon, so she no. she uh, if you if you're a real Pod Ones fan, you will remember <laughs> us talking about this in the what episode was that in In Rings of Power four? I want to say it was four. That know. reaction we were talking about how you get all freaked out when you see blood. Yes, and... yeah, because there was like some gore in that episode, yes. and I was like. It was always oh, the one where they have the the orcs attack their town and like oh, yes, Aron yes. here is fighting and like the blood. I was just like, mm, I haven't been I finished Rings of Power. I've only watched the first the... two episodes. Sean, Sean, Sean. Yeah. Hey, no, Char, you should watch you. it. Char, you should watch it. I got, yeah. uh, I got, I got Bilbo's sword over here. What, what's the name of Bilbo's sword? Sting. Oh my god, the Dang. fact that you don't know it. Sting. Take away oh, your nerd. Hold on. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna grab it. I'll show it. I'll show oh, it to you. Yeah, you here we go. Now know, we gotta. I don't remember the you name. Delay the show, and then you have to get up. <laughs> you don't know Sting. Sting. <laughs> does it light up? If it doesn't light up, fake fan. You By say if it doesn't light up, I'm a fake fan. Yep. <laughs> That's not how it just, works, buddy. It wasn't actually forged by the elves of Gondolin and glow. Oh wow, there. that's that's pretty. Uh, thank God we're not on TikTok. We would have been banned. <laughs> that's a good yeah, idea. I got this a few years ago. It was really nice. But if you think about it, though, uh, it's got elvish on it, and it's, it's really funny cool. because mm-hmm. if you remember in the Hobbit, uh, Balin. Tells Bilbo that Luke, that, you look like Balin. Like a... I'm more of a Dwalin guy anyway. <laughs> because I'm old. Yeah. I'm more I of mean, a Dwalin Balin, guy anyway. Balin, uh, Balin ends up going and and sort of recapturing Moria a little bit. But no, I actually, not. I actually, actually, I redact my statement. You're you're buffer. I oh, hate no. you. <laughs> I absolutely. Hate hey, you, you like cheese. I, that is very true, <laughs> but I don't eat it by the block. And you yeah. like, you know, rolling in barrels. You know what I mean? Oh, geez. Yeah, that's right. Anyway. That's right. Anyway. You do it all the time. Anyway, and by the way, in the Mandalorian reaction, we made a couple of. <laughs> I did. I did make been... a lot of. Glad to you. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, the, oh my god, they're forging the sword of Narsil. <laughs> I know. But it's only fair because in Lord of the Rings, I am also constantly making Star Wars references. Yeah, so. that, that is fair. That is fair. Yeah, just I'm ask you better. I, I go into his lives all the time and I just yeah, you make like, one oh, man, Star Wars reference t- and then we're both here, just yeah, like yeah, here we go, here we go. Derailing about Star Wars about thirty Wars minutes. <laughs> but um no uh so emily we usually start off with an icebreaker question okay so because chopper base introduced us introduces us to like the spider creatures i don't really know mm-hmm. what the, their names are char you probably know them mm-hmm. offhand the crickna the crickna okay. um my the icebreaker question when i get it pulled up watch i'm not even prepared look at that um <laughs> you had an got, extra 15 minutes i know i did and <laughs> shame on me uh if you had to if you had to create a species or an animal in the star wars universe what would it be and why um like just create my own species yeah of... you could it could be it could be like a mixture of like two real life animals it could be anything you want I and why create a species that 
you know, I feel like this is something they should have done anyway. I would create a species that looks just like Kermit the Frog. Because, I mean, the the Muppets all, like, Yoda is a Muppet. Whether you like it or not, Yoda is a Muppet. He was oh, operated by me. Frank Oz, who was one of the, you know, core performers for Jim Henson and the Muppets. Uh, many of the puppets uh, background characters stuff like that in the original Star Wars movies were made by Jim Henson Studios. So I feel yep. like they should have just snuck in some species in there that looked like Kermit. It's like a little nod to to Jim Henson and the Muppets. I feel like you could say that the Kowaki and Monkey Lizards are there. Yeah, I mean, sort of, but like, I don't know. I just want a background. You I just want, you just want, want Kermit singing. Yeah, I want, Wars, I want the Rainbow cool. Connection <laughs> in Star Wars. <laughs> I want a side quest. Where they go <laughs> seeing Rainbow Connection. Oh, <laughs> uh, that, that would be funny. Just gives you the same energy as George R. R. Martin hiding the Sesame Street characters as family names. Oh yeah. Name did he dragon. really? Yes, there's he an did. Elmo, it, there's a there's Kermit. A, Kermit. Is there? An, there's not an Oscar, is there? There's not. Oh, I think there is. Well, like Kermit and Elmo, and those those were like popular male names in the early 1900s. It, they've just been co-opted, and now you can't name anybody Kermit or Oscar Elmo without thinking, <laughs> of, which just proves how influential the, the Muppets, Muppets really are. So I don't know. I just I think not in the Star Wars community. Some planet that has little like you know the Porgs, how they they made the Porgs because they were filming on these islands in like. Iceland or Ireland or somewhere and they had puffins on them and they were like yep. we cannot physically edit out all of these damn puffins so they just created an alien animal that looked sort of like a puffin so that if they're far away in a shot somewhere you're like oh that's just cool. Oh yeah Emily um, yeah. I don't know if you heard my statement right there but were you around when um, Star Wars and puppets were a thing? Oh okay. I made a joke I, yeah, I do remember <laughs> not that. in Star Wars <laughs> God. I do. I did not pick up on that. Yeah, I do remember that drama. But that, that was, was a puppet. Time. What a that was a puppet. It wasn't a Muppet. Muppets are. And then we had a bunch of They're Muppets dunking on that puppet. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. So true. Yeah. So true. <laughs> the, the times. And it's not yeah. a really good answer, but that's. No, like I, think that's 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 popped I think that's popped into my head. I, I think that's a funny one, though. <laughs> I also did Google it. It's Elmo, Kermit, and Grover. The... Grover, yes. Grover yeah. Cleveland. Oh. He was one of our presidents. Popular so male name. We're going to see that in House of Dragons season two. Yeah, I know a lot of Grovers. Might You know, friends with a lot of Grovers. Yeah. yeah. At the, right. As a last name or a first name? No, I was just being sarcastic. Because <laughs> nobody I, know, I don't know anyone uses... in the name of Grover. You're a dick. Nobody That's uses a those names anymore because they're just, they're just too associated with That's the children's true. characters. I mean, I'm not going to name my kid Elmo. No. Why not? But like that, people were that... naming their kids that in the, you know, 1800s. That's crazy. Yeah. Like there were Kermits and like Grover Cleveland. That was just yeah, a guy's name. True. His name was just Grover. Luke, knowing you, you probably name your kid Anakin or um Shmi. No, Alanis. I've would seen not I've that. seen Anakin's running around. Like I've yep. seen people who've named No shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. There are there are little kids running Cinema around. Cinema has Anakin, an effect on people. Alanis wouldn't, I don't Alanis wouldn't allow me to do that. Nor would I want to anyway. Anakin's yeah. kind of a uh it doesn't go with the last with my last name or her last name, mm -hmm. if that were to yeah. happen, but she hates her last name, so 
That's that's that. Why don't you just name him Luke? Uh, very funny because I want a journey. I want a. I want a junior. Absolutely you want not. A Luke too. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> name him. Name him Benedict for eggs. Benedict. Ooh. Oh, that's, I, that would be cruel. <laughs> I imagine Benedict. <laughs> Just go ahead and say the last name. Don't have to do too much. Damn it! <laughs> Can't bleep that out. Damn you, Char. Chris, uh, everybody go check out uh, Dark Side Divas um, and Marvelous Divas. Chris is one half of that group. Always love having him in the chat and in uh, on the podcast. Um, he was also a first-timer a couple of weeks ago because yeah. I've been meaning to have him on forever. But Also, Luke, you can't talk about your name being uh, blurred out because your username was literally your last name for the longest time on TikTok and Discord, so you're one to talk. Uh, well, it's Egghead. No, I'm talking about the other one. Well, that's what that's what it was on TikTok, but on no. on Oh, Discord. Oh, dad, yeah, that I mean it still is. <laughs> but whatever. Mm-hmm. That's different. Is but it really Anyway, Harith, what would yours be? I don't know. My mind to focus on. All right. Well, uh Chark, what would what would your species be? Um I'd say I would make it Similar to, uh, I make it like an an altered Geonosian, because uh, mm. Geonosians are insects. Um, but I would, I don't know. It, it, it'd be interesting. I feel like you know, give them saws for hands. I don't know. <laughs> Some crazy. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Um, I came up with the question. I don't even really have an answer. Um, <laughs> I I would may I would have hard a. Question. No, it is. It is. And I came up with it on the fly because I was like watching it. I was like, huh. We get loath wolves. We get we get spider mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the little snail get... guys. I like the little yes. snail guys. Yeah, that, those are nice. Uh, My mind originally went to, obviously, I don't have like a species exactly in mind, but like fantasy species that you can modulate into like Star Wars. Oh, I would yeah. want a lion. I want a lion that would have wings. I don't know what those are called. Ooh. Or like a called, lion turtle, like from Avatar. Lions with wings. It wouldn't, it wouldn't just be a griffin. Oh, it would. Yeah. Uh, is that what they're called? Griffin. Yeah. Yeah, lion with wings. That's a that's a griffin. A lion with, I would, I, it's, I, like I, a, do, it's like a lion combined with an eagle. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would do. That'd be a griffin. a griffin. Yeah. This is buckbait. <laughs> 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 but um, uh, let us know in the chat what you guys uh, would do. Alana said Plankton from SpongeBob. <laughs> um, uh, Kenny says, I want Pikachu in Star Wars, a small electric rat, the chaos that would come from that. Yeah. That's true, Kenny. You would definitely do. Oh, here we go. That's very pat. A Star Wars hippocampus. Mm. I don't know what that is. I like is. the idea of a lion turtle, like from Avatar The Last Airbender. Ooh, like, I think that'd yes. be a cool, a cool concept for Star Wars to have a planet where all of the landforms were like living creatures. Interesting. I feel like that would, I feel like that would fit well, in Star Wars. If you There's think about really it, really big creatures. And yeah, if you think about it, though, Emily, season three, you have the Bendu, which is sort of like the turtle. In yeah, a way. He's, he's from a philosophical. Like... Yeah. Way. Oh, definitely. He's he's definitely lion turtle analogous, and he's kind of like 
made like made of the environment like blends in with the little like the things on him oh yeah absolutely but that is the icebreaker question now we're gonna get into the meat of this episode uh the story All right. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about season two, episode twenty, "Mystery of Chopper Base." The short and long of it, it's just kind of a continuation of the last episode. We get to the planet that Chopper and AP Five have, uh, have found for the Rebels. Uh, they are using it as a base, and we run into the issue of Spider Things taking over, trying to attack the Rebel base. How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Um, and through the chaos, Rex gets taken. The ghost crew has to go and save him with the with the other plot line of Hera and and, and Kanan's relationship kind of being strained a little bit and and Ezra kind of growing up into more of a leader type and whatnot. Um wait, that's a horsefish? What? A a hippocamp a, a hippocampus is a horsefish. Is a horsefish not just a seahorse? Interesting. <laughs> also hi Malik. Um uh, Kenny but, must be going crazy right now. What'd you say? Kenny must be going crazy right now. Oh, I know he can't keep up. Um, so basically, they they uh go and rescue Rex. They kind of figure out that the beacons are what the spiders are afraid of. So they use it, and it, that's how they're able to escape. And then they uh, get to the end. Ahsoka shows up, and uh, Ezra and Kanan are about to go to Malachor with Ahsoka, which we will dive deep into next week with a whole lot of people. My God, that's a great episode. But mm-hmm. we're here to talk. It's not eight. First of all, it's not eight. <laughs> it's maybe three. Now it's, it's like, four. It's like four or five four i'll <laughs> say four but my first question of this episode of choppers mystery of choppers base in this episode we see the struggle of the group beginning to break apart due to ezra and kanan leaving on their jedi missions how do you think of how do you think this affects the crew individually 
like on a base on a person to person basis. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, Hera is like you see when they're training that she's it's like she's sort of proud. Like she's uh, she's initially looking on with kind of like pride, and then when she sees Kanan kind of go at Ezra um, when he's standing behind him. And he's like, never turn your back on your enemy. And Ezra's like, well, you're not my enemy. Mm -hmm. Um, Her expression kind of changes. And she's a little bit more uh, like concerned or upset. So, I mean, definitely you can feel the strain on her and Kanan's relationship. I feel like Zeb, I don't know if he's really gotten to the point where he's like super bonded with Ezra yet at this point. Yeah. So he's sort of like goes out and lounges and turns some music on. Yeah. And he lets Ezra, he's like kind of pull up a crate and sit there and watch the sunset. And they have, I think it's a really nice moment just kind of sitting yeah. there taking it all in before the chaos. Um, but I don't know. I feel like Zeb's just kind of like, you know, you'll be fine, you know, mm-hmm. not worried. Um, Sabine, I don't know. We don't really see like I would say the most she's affected is just like when Hera when they go into the caves and Hera is like why I mean she sends Ezra with Kanan and they're like well shouldn't we have like one Jedi each and Hera's like we're gonna have to learn how to cope without them and you see Sabine kind of go like ah like we're kind of on our own here which is Mm -hmm. sad but yeah because at that point if you really think about it, they really haven't split apart as a group a ton. Mm-mm. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's been the consistent with Hera ever since she met Kanan in A New Dawn. She's always had that sense of, like, the security blanket for, mm-hmm. like, like um, it, it's not to bring sports into this, but if it, like, like the the security blanket for Patrick Mahomes is is Travis Kelsey. He's always the old reliable. He's there when when you need him the most, and that's kind of where what. Mm, yes, I, I definitely. Is Hera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, but it's uh, it, you can see it affects it. It definitely affects Hera the most because of that connection that obviously her and Kanan have. Um, mm-hmm. Sabine like sees it as well especially when mm-hmm. uh and i mean it's also kind of funny you don't really get the perspective of rex mm-hmm. in this because he's being captured to begin with yeah and but like he's i i think that would have been an interesting perspective to kind of get yeah because also, of, of what's about to happen in the context yes. of facing off with vader like that Although does he? I don't. I mean, he doesn't know. So he doesn't. Guess... He, uh, at, for what we know in canon, he mm-hmm. does not know. Okay. About what happened to Anakin. Yeah. Um, the only people that know are Bail, Yoda, Breha, um, Obi Wan, mm-hmm. and that's it. Pretty sure that's it. Is that it, or am I missing? Oh well, obviously sure. Palpatine. Yeah. And and Tarkin. I, there's a lot more people that know about that than I realize now. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, it's it's very, very interesting question because I watched this episode and it's like this because, you know, when you have a penultimate episode, yeah, it's like the penultimate is like 
all it's like it's setting you up for that mm-hmm. and that's what we get from the end especially with the music oh yes i was waiting to talk about that the yeah. outro music is yes. the darth vader theme i was yeah. like ooh, that is yeah like this this sense of foreboding i think is like very uh apparent in the episode like the seat like the pretty much the very end where sabine is like are you dumb go talk to her like she's upset because obviously she like has picked up on on hair being upset about this and like they have this moment where he's like we'll see each other again i promise and i'm like oh no it's just like it's like it sets up <coughs> so much stuff and they have that moment where they're hugging in the sunset i just everything's about to change kind of thing is it wrong when I watched that? I was like, ha, I see what you did there, Felony, you asshole. Yes. Yeah. Like you don't you don't think anything of it. You're like, oh yeah, we'll see each other again. But then you're like, oh, we'll see. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, Dick, I know what you're doing there. Yeah. I know what you're about to do. And it yeah. is so sad because that's uh that is the like besides coming back from Twilight of the at the very end of Twilight mm-hmm. of Princess, that's the last we see of mm-hmm. the other ghost members for uh, an episode and a half, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's it's just it's wild, it's absolutely wild. Um, and then my other question, uh, speaking of Ezra, um. Uh, throughout this episode, we see Ezra take more of a leadership role and make more suggestions. Um, as in when he's in, when him and Kanan are in the cave and they're kind of talking and then they meet up with the group again. Uh, he says, hey, I am uh, like, like, follow us. Like he's taking mm-hmm. the lead. And mm-hmm. then when they're trying to get the ship uh, from being unstick, unstickified, uh, yeah. they... He goes, we're going to, uh, me and you do this, you do that. I can't remember the exact thing, but like Sabine mm-hmm. stayed there and she goes, why am I on the ramp? And he's like, we're going to push you, force yeah. push you. Yeah. And it's like, he, you can see him starting to take more of an initiative when he has mm-hmm. good ideas. How do you think that, uh, how do you think that changes the dynamic of the group going forward uh, in the series? Mm. I mean, I, I think it's the, like this episode and obviously the end of the season kind of mark a turning point for him being this like yes. new kid that they've brought on board and he's kind of rash and he isn't like all the way in. I feel like after this episode and, and what happens in the next two episodes that it, it kind of switches from him to him being like, like you said, like taking on more of a leader leadership role. And I mean, he finally gets, I guess, kind of like a, a face off with an actual Jedi. So like this is more of like a a test of his what he's learned and his skills and I don't know. Yeah, he, he does kind of like he says, you know, we'll clear the way, you know, like follow us and he goes out and he and Kanan cut the spider webs, I guess, off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ezra hit his little cocky era. Yeah. Yeah. But like it's more justified, I feel like, now yeah. than it was. Like I think he was too confident for his abilities. 
in the past and like maybe he's he's starting to get a little bit more like it's starting to be a little bit more, more. respect a little bit well, more and then Twilight of the yeah. Apprentice happens and you're like oh hi, hi, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like the other thing is is too is it, it that's also kind of been something now that I think about it it's been kind of building mm-hmm. because he earns a rank uh after no he gains the respect of Sato when they get pulled in with the gravity well in, in, this season as well, Sato mm-hmm. looks at his abilities and is, and is thinking, wow, there's like potential there. But yeah. now it's kind of like it's kind of built up to this point. And I feel like it, it's very, very good for foreshadowing on the storyteller's mm-hmm. part to kind of put those pieces uh, like in those episodes because you know what happens at the end of season two. He has to take more of a role because. Kanan is not so sure about his abilities after Twilight Apprentice and this mm-hmm. kind of just shows you that he has the capability of doing that and I think that's a pretty yeah. important thing yeah um Char Harith I forgot to ask you guys about the first question do you guys have anything <laughs> to add with the second one um not really I think Emily hit the really good point about like Hera kind of growing the group and kind of just prepping the group it's more or less what Kenny said of like like she knows she has to just at this point like like, listen, we can't, the Jedi are mostly gone outside of Ezra and Kanan, to her knowledge. We have to prep and get ready for missions without them. So it just yeah. kind of shows Hera's ability as a leader, not only for the Ghost Group, but for the whole Rebel Alliance. Yeah. Well, Hera's not just, Hera's not just a leader, she's a mom. She's, like, in charge of, like, everything. And if mm-hmm. people are out of line, she'll set you straight. Yeah. Like, you know, like a mother would. And I especially when it like... comes to Ezra, too. I liked that like you can see more of like Kanan being in like involved in the rebellion. Like before he's like, No, like we, we wanna be lone rangers. We don't I don't wanna be involved in this like bigger, you know, rebellion. And in this episode he's like, No, like we need this base, we're gonna protect it. And it's like, Oh, he's he's you can tell he's changed his mind. I was really hoping that Harith would pick the thumbnail and it'd be oh, this is, See, my this, is my this is my this is my happy face. Yeah. yeah, I thought that There's was gonna be the thumbnail. Moments like Ezra, there when he and Kanan are arguing, he's like, "You always change the subject when I start winning," and it's like you can tell he's still just as argumentative as he always has been, but like he actually, yes. he's gaining some wisdom and like he he's he's right. He's I guess maturing. like at least a little bit more of the time than I guess he used to be. No, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then you get the hilarious quip and lesson of, of Canon be like, never turn your back on your enemy. And Ezra's like, when were you my enemy? Yeah, right. Yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. not we're... relevant to this situation. Yeah, this doesn't matter, bro. Like, what yeah. What are you like what are you talking about? He's less like, oh, this little dumb kid knows nothing. And you're like, wait, actually, he has a point. Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then, I mean, Emily kind of touched it on the last one. Uh, Hera, uh, Hera preps the group for not being, for not being able to, like, she's trying to get them to adapt without, uh, um, Mm -hmm. Ezra and Kanan, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, and how does this speak to her leadership skills, not only for the ghost crew, but for the rebellion alliance as a whole? I mean, they could, like, the Rebellion would be nothing without Hera. I mean, she knows how to 
she knows how to direct people like that's something that's it's like it's almost like it's second nature to her where mm -hmm. they get off the ship and she's like you know chopper figures out which way rex is and she's like we'll go here chopper you stay with the ship like she just she knows how to how to keep everything working and yep. i think it's like her her stress about the fate of the rebellion and also like Kanan leaving is like palpable in this episode you yeah. can tell that like which i mean it's a good thing that she does kind of i think prepare herself for them being gone because obviously Kanan comes back he's not really the same so it's like they're back but not i guess in the same way that that they were so i don't know i think her leadership abilities rub off on you can tell they're kind of rubbing off on ezra which is a good thing mm -hmm. um yeah and ezra's uh, learning a lot yeah with, with kanan's growing because before kanan was reluctant to really do anything he was just like i want to hide i want to lay low yeah he didn't want to train and then it. now not... since kanan's changing ezra's mm -hmm. feeding off of it which mm -hmm. is you know it all works hand in hand yeah which is why people say they prefer Ezra and Kanan as the best master apprentice relationship yeah, because they feed off of exactly. each other. When Kanan learns, Ezra learns. When Ezra learns of Kanan, Kanan learns about Ezra. It's like yes. a very symbiotic relationship. Absolutely. Which, what happens to one of you will affect the other. You must understand this. <laughs> no, I love, I love that dynamic. No, yeah. But that's the end of the story segment. Now time to get into Char. And let's dive into the lore of the mystery of Chopper Base. Where's the lore of one? Where's it at? Oh my god, I lost it. Good job, Luke. Get one job. Where is it at? Where is it at? The lore. Give where me where the is lore. it? No, I seriously, know. where is it? Oh, it's right there. I'm really proud of this podcast. You've been trained. The ability to tell three interesting facts is insignificant next to the power of the lore. And we're back. Yeah, Luke, that was that was pretty rough there. But anyway, uh, we are here to talk about the lore of the mystery of Chopper Base. So today's lore is local infestations. Yay. Uh, so, so we're talking about insects. Yeah, get ready for it. It's going to be fun. Uh, so this episode heavily involves the Krikna spiders that created some problems for our protagonists in this episode. In Star Wars... Bugs and insects play a big part of the world building and the variety of life in Star Wars. So, some examples in the Star Wars franchise for, you know, bugs and insects. So, we have the Erling infestation in Bad Batch Season 1. We have the White Ice Spiders in Mandalorian Season 2. We have the Weeshock Spiders from Kashyyyk and the Baneback Spiders from Dathomir in Fallen Order. And we also have the, the Cahoons uh, Centipedes from Attack of the Clones and many more there's so many different types of uh, bugs that are in the star wars universe but i can't name them all but you get the gist of it so my my question is if you had to deal with an infestation of bugs what would be the issue and how would you fix the problem oh oh my gosh like in the star wars universe or just like in real life <laughs> <laughs> emily knows what she's Make doing what in real know. life <laughs> oh my gosh I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I felt like the way that they dealt with it in this episode, like where Sabine figures out that, you know, whatever uh, like radio frequencies or yeah. whatever's coming off those things they're scared of. I was pretty smart. Um, gosh. 
But if you were to take any species of insect in Star Wars Mm -hmm. and they created an infestation that you had to deal with, how Mm -hmm. would you deal with it? I'll probably burn everything to the ground and move somewhere else. <laughs> I, I was waiting for my answer. I was like, I'd be like, I, mm, out I, of here. <laughs> I wasn't going to do the burning to the ground. I was going to do the peace out and then be like, nope, I have too much PTSD with Terra Malakos. I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't think, I mean, I can understand like, like in the rebels, like desperation thing. Like we, we have to sit, like we have to stay here. This place is like, you know, the best we can find. <laughs> But uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yes, be like, um, this planet right here, good candidate, explode now. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, unless I was like, unless I was like a Jedi or I had some kind of uh, army or or people with me, like, uh, yeah, I'd I'd probably just hightail it out of there. I think the only way to deal with it otherwise is to do what they did and like find some kind of a. Uh, peaceful resolution or i don't know like i feel bad about saying killing them all because like those little spider guys that's their home like it's like you know what i'm not i'm the i guess i'm the invasive species here so i would feel bad being like kill them all because that's their home not mine that's 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 true but i don't know that's very humanitarian it would depend how how important the species was for the like survival of of the ecosystem. If it's like a keystone species. Maybe I just leave it alone. If it's like, you know, equivalent to wasps. What if it was torch? What if it's under your house? Under my house, like. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I just move. <laughs> go somewhere else. <laughs> or what you could do. Um... <laughs> <laughs> just, call, just get the Death Star. Easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hera, what what insect would you have a problem with, and how would you uh, handle it? Uh, all the spiders you mentioned, all the above, and I would yeah. just out of there. Like, what about like, the uh, the Cahoon centipedes, the ones that tried to kill Padme? How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. And we're back. How we doing, Anna? Well, Todd, things are heating up. Ooh, yes, Nelson with the jalapeno poppers. Incredible. Ramirez comes in hot with a cheeseburger, patty, lettuce, tomatoes. Beautiful formation. Is he? (gasps) He's going for it. Ramirez grabs the dude's mayo. Look at it go. The twang. Anna, this is the best tailgate I've ever commentated on. Tailgate with twang. Get the official mayo of the tailgate. Duke's mayo today. Oh, hell no. Oh, no. The no, no, no. Hell no. No, no, no. No. <laughs> Don't worry. All I gotta do is just grab a lightsaber and just swing it oh, maybe a half man. inch away from the person that's gonna get attacked. Oh my god. Yeah. That is Make a... sure you write it at your last very last second. Wait till they're about to literally eat you. That's as when our, you kill them. As Archie screams. As big as ass bug yeah. <laughs> big ass gun. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
Um, I would see. Here's my thing. I would capture one. I would train it. I would. <laughs> I would make it. I would make it into like, not to like, uh, like in the way of like being commanding it, but I would teach it in a way that it would tell all of its like mm-hmm. all of its other species like yo this guy like Ezra tries to do tries, yeah yeah exactly. with the trying to spider. or like yeah. what Kanan does in season 3 Luke yes i literally was basically. thinking about that i was about to be like wait a minute wait, a wait a wait a <laughs> damn minute um no i i would do that cuz then i wouldn't have to kill them i thought you were going to do like the like Obviously, you haven't watched the show. I thought you're gonna be like, I'm like, I'm gonna be like Vecna and Stranger Things, just torture a bunch of like, spiders, and, like, <laughs> which, and which troll them. No, no, no. no. Capturing and studying to, it to uh, to uh, appease Ven. Which hole do you think it'll go in? The nose, or the or the ears? Oh no yeah, the callback to the voice emulator. Yes, yes. I thought I thought Char, you're gonna do what Nick said on yesterday's podcast, and just because you're the Anakin, this equation. Like, I thought the nose. I I vote the nose. Oh man, that's a good one. That's a good. That's a callback to the, uh, to the, the uh, Genosis arc when they when the uh, Genosis eggs pop out and the yeah the the the, the brain invaders. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a good mm. one. It's a good one. It's where Barris gets taken over and it's like oh we should have mm-hmm. seen the signs. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Just kidding. She's, uh, she's she just is in the wrong, uh, just just got pushed in the wrong direction, um. But yeah, no, that would be that's how I would handle it. I like that one. Char, are you gonna well, answer your own question? Um, I'd say um, so those centipedes, those uh, those uh, kuhans. I'd say uh, I would get a ball pit and. Surround them, going? <laughs> um, and then have a little play day with them. You know what I mean? And you're gonna go, play you're gonna fire, like play with, play with fire, play with fire. Yeah, you get it. Oh, okay. Give them a ball pitch, just then you know, have some fun, and then and then light flame trooper fire. for what? sure. Flame trooper just pulls up. Now, what makes you think they would enjoy the ball pit? I don't know. Of all the activities, like you think, hey, have... you can't go wrong with the ball pit. <laughs> I mean, you can. Kids pissing them all the fucking time. Mm. Have you seen those videos of people like cleaning them out and like all the? Oh my! Stuff that's the thing. The Kids aren't going to be in it. Centipedes are going to be in it. <laughs> I do think that's worse because then, like, you're that, where are they? Where do they go? That's so yeah. Just that's give them like a factor. few like a few hours of fun, and then a mm-hmm. first order flame trooper pulls up and just obliterates it all. <laughs> obliterates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Humane. Well, giving them not really. Last last uh wishes yeah last hoorah <laughs> in the ball pit yeah. you know I, mean? I, I love emily or blowing up planets because spiders said yeah. he's getting lit on fire can yeah. we pause for a second just look at luke <laughs> <laughs> it's just like <laughs> <laughs> he's literally uh, this like leaned all the way back into the shadows <laughs> here we go there we go. Now I can do it. Thank you. Now it's not, you know, 10% it's, like my, it's, not, it's not like my head. It's just it's head. Like the, the, yeah, that's literally what it was. It was hilarious. Speaking <laughs> of like a floating head, um, I really want 
to watch, and this is going to be the last derailment, I promise. No, probably it not, but be. whatever. It will not be. Um, ha- Emily, have you seen what uh, what what we do in the shadows? Mm-mm. Oh no. my god, you got to watch it. This have you ever crazy. seen the Have you seen the uh, um, the TikTok trend of uh, That's how we sound in Tucson, Arizona. I don't think so. Oh, you gotta, uh, you gotta watch it. I have like a, it is. And Alanis kinda, and I need to, Alanis and I need to watch it because and we, I'm kind we, of we leaning into that time. with our D and D game. Oh, I, mm. oh my God! Please tell me that there's gonna be a Laszlo person in it. Yes, probably. Yes. Oh, Somewhere that's gonna that. be my new best friend. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Chris. Uh, and thank you, Kenny, for telling us the truth. Anyway, uh, we only deal with derailments. We don't deal with absolutes. We deal with derailments. But, but anywho, anyway. that is it for my lore. I just wanted to ask you guys about, you know, the Crypto Spiders and their, you know, you know, hanging wrecks up in the cave and yeah. causing mm-hmm. issues. But anyways, let's dive into the interconnectedness with Harris. In my experience, there's no such thing as I'm in. Come on. Welcome That's a good to one. Interconnectedness. And today, and we don't have a question. Pull up a chair. This is going to be like a Socratic seminar. I'm going to pull up a tweet. Oh, here we go. Right, ladies and gentlemen, grab your popcorn. Grab your um for the audio listeners. For, for the for the audio listeners, uh, Harith is going to pull up a tweet from Dave Filoni from what 2017. Mm-hmm. Where were you? Okay, here's a question for the chat. What? Yeah, where were you, in, was 2017? you in 2017? That. Thank you, Char. Emily, where were you in 2017? I was a junior, sophomore in college. I 2017. I was a junior in high school. Char. High school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a sophomore in high school. Not no, so Emily, 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 you and I are around the same age. What the heck? Wait, no, I thought I was oh. going to be young. Oh, my God. You I was a to... freshman. Never mind. Yeah. I, I in high 20, school? I, tur- I turned 23 in April. Mm, I turned 21. I April. graduated high school in 2015. So I was. Oh, I'm older than you, Emily. Yeah. No, yeah. But... Luke's like fucking 52. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Oh, my God. I'm not 52. Yeah, I was. One and a half. Just got back from Arizona with my wife and newborn son. Oh, congratulations, Kenny. Wait, I don't think that's right. Is it? That's really random for him to say. Is that true, Kenny? Kenny derailed his. I love how he has it. Kenny. 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 Is that true? Because (laughs) if so. Oh, my God. I was three. I was. Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh I thought you, I thought you just had a newborn Holy son. Never mind. Okay. Oh, God. I didn't know you guys didn't. I I I knew he was saying that. That's like in 2017. You guys okay. just asked. Okay, so yeah, Harris, describe what this tweet is. Okay, so <laughs> back in 2017, Dave Filoni tweeted out this vague tweet. So, originally in Mr. Cho- uh, Mystery of Chopper Base, words are hard. Originally in Mystery of Chopper Base, uh, Ahsoka was supposed to have a major role. 
obviously outside of the end teaser for Cloud of the Apprentice, we were supposed to get an entire scene between Ahsoka and the Bendu. And then he, he actually like listens what the script was going to be. Oh, God. Okay. I, and you can this? read it here if anyone wants to do audio commentary. Charlie, you're the audio guy. You can do some commentary. Yeah, yeah, audio um, commentary. It just occurred to me that I never got to tell you all the story of the time that Bendu and Ahsoka Tano. It was a brief encounter which took place around the end of the episode, The Mystery of Chopper Base, from Season 2. Just before Ahsoka, Kanan, and Ezra left on their fateful mission to Malachor. Of their conversation, you might find this dialogue to be the most interesting. Bendu, you are set on this confrontation then? Ahsoka, I have to know the truth, Bendu. So be it, but understand this. Much will change as a result of this encounter, including you. Ahsoka, isn't that the true isn't isn't that true of all things? As time advances, Bendu. My dear, when I say change, I mean death. Ahsoka, so I will die. Bendu, will you? I didn't know that. Goodbye then, Ahsoka Tano, former Jedi Knight. That was okay, I good. feel like the uh Kermit reference from earlier snuck its way into that voiceover because that was Kermit. <laughs> Not only <laughs> I think in there. Luke literally said the Bendu, and I was like, "Oh, funny enough, I would have heard something about the Bendu prepared." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I can you imagine if that if if uh, if uh, that had actually happened? Oh yeah. Also, I in the chat, grade my Bendu voice. I'm, I'm kind of curious. It oh like Jesus! With Tom Baker. Tom Baker. Oh, Tom Baker. He's yeah, the Luke, yeah, tell us about Tom doctor? Baker. Fourth, fourth doctor. He's the fourth. Doctor. I've never a uh, another derailment. Never seen Doctor Who. <gasps> I haven't. Neither have I. <gasps> oh, I love Doctor Who. <laughs> Holy shit! Whoa, wait. We haven't seen Doctor Who. Oh, where's this? That's... Where's our reactions to Doctor Who? Where's Doctor? Okay, where's I'm... Doctor Why, When, and How? If you, if you, if you, if you ever, if you ever seriously do that, I'm instating myself as a host because I. Love watching Doctor Who with people for the first you time. You and Pat. Is... You and Pat. And Bale. Jail. Oh, oh yeah. Literally. Yeah, Brooke's, watching, Brooke's watching it too. Like there's some. Oh my gosh. I, that I maybe thought you guys are busy. Yeah, but... Maybe. Maybe we'll do. If there's that. a demand for it. If there is a demand for it, the new I, isn't there supposed I, to be a Doctor Who season on Disney Plus? Like, aren't they moving them all to Disney yeah, Plus now? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're it? moving all of the old ones, but I think the new season with Shujigawa is going to be on Disney Plus. Okay, that might be something that we could be interested in. But... I think just new Who. Yes, new Who. Yes, nice we can't. We, yeah, we can't. We can't go all the way back. And... Yeah. Wait, how 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 long is how when did 19, Doctor Who start? It, like didn't 1960s? It start in the 1960s? Well, yes, it, it started in the 60s, and then. It ended in the 80s, and then in the 90s, they did, like, a one-off movie. And then in 2005, BBC brought it back with the ninth Doctor, Christopher Eccleston, and it has been running since then. So yeah, did it's you, enough, we're now it, on the 14th Doctor? Isn't that uh, David Tennant? It's, yes, David Tennant is the 10th, so it's, he's the 10th Doctor. And that's all I really know. Matt <laughs> and, David, and, and David Tennant was... In, did he do... Uh, Harry Potter, the Goblet of Fire first before Doctor Who? Yes. Okay. He's, it's like around the same time. I don't know if it was right before or maybe like right in the middle of his Doctor Who tenure, but it's, um, it's around the same time. 
speaking gotcha. of Vitenna, I'm actually going to tie this in really well. Uh, do we think we could possibly see that Bendu scene in Ahsoka? I know a lot of people have been like theorizing, oh, it's possible that we can oh, see this, I would like, love that. hold open and then it just kind of fades. Live action yeah. Bendu would look crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know how they would do that. Really fucked, to be honest. I imagine we... it's like, like that fades and then it's like 12 years later and it just picks up as Ahsoka. Mm. I mean, knowing Filoni, oh. he likes to bring back he likes yeah. to bring stuff into canon mm-hmm. that were once mm-hmm. concepts. Yeah. Like yeah. the Boba Fett Cad Bane fight, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was... Yeah. I mean, it still yeah, it was is. A, it was an idea for from years ago. But, mm-hmm. he, you yeah. know, he, he made sure that it... You know, but it was also happened. in the animation at that time, though, too. They had animated it. Correct. Yeah. And from the tweet, obviously, tweets cannot be canon in Star Wars. But, like, it sounds like this is definitely in canon. They just haven't confirmed it yet. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think that's very an in- a very interesting concept. I don't like, I wonder why they cut it cuz I, I I can't ima- I can't imagine why that that would have been cut. It seems budget, like it would maybe? be uh budget scene. and if you think about the story as a whole like are you going to put it You obviously have to put it towards the end, but we're like picking yeah. up with Ahsoka when you've been with the ghost crew the entire time. Uh, it, honestly, I feel like it that should be that should have been a episode in it in on of itself. Like mm-hmm. you have chopper, the chopper, the the leg, uh then you have the the this episode. And actually I think you have the episode uh that scene, but as a whole episode where where like Ahsoka's like off on her own thing because she senses something, meets Bendu. Mm-hmm. Then she, they have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Then it kind of ties into like the events uh, of what we talked about, and then she shows up. I would rather have like, like I said, like I'd rather have it come into play into the Ahsoka series. We see it for the first time live action, mm-hmm. and then it's, that'd be cool. Because like, I've heard like the theory that like possibly we could get a Rings of Power type Ahsoka opening episode where it's just an entire prologue, <sighs> and it's like, and it's like, and it kind of like it, it doesn't like go over scenes we've already seen. Like it would just be new material, but kind of just it serves just to get people caught up with what's going on but, for Rebel fans. But do you... Because you got to think Here's a... with Lucasfilm, they have to make it as successful as possible. Obviously, they're not. Well, they also have to make it. They also have to like, like you were saying the other day, what Chase told you. Yeah. What did he say about uh, relevance? Not relevancy, but getting new fans. Correct. You have to get the fans that watch Mandalorian season two because they're going to be like, oh look, it's the girl with the white lightsaber. I think that's Chase's exact quote. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> granted, do I want to see if it's done like Rings of Power? Where they do kind of like, not like an entire episode of her whole backstory because we, I feel like we don't. Need but they that. do have to introduce her because they, they, they do guaranteed people that are going to watch the show that didn't watch Clone Wars and they've only they've only been sucked in with the Grogu capitalism. So yeah. that's true. I, I didn't forget. I'm saying that it would be a flashback. Yeah, but um, oh, or maybe we in... just hear the voice. Yeah. Ooh, just, that would be interesting. Like a in her head kind of thing. I also yeah, Thrawn in... quote unquote killed him, but he really just mm-hmm. disappeared. We'll talk about that. Air. We'll talk about that here in like three months. Yeah, but also I can <laughs> see even that same episode for the prologue. I can imagine how it would chronologically play out. We could also probably get the Lucasoka original interaction in that episode too. Oh my god! Don't bring that up. That starts a. Cluster storm. 
I saw a cluster swarm. I'm just saying this is like a, a really good idea because if you just it is, it is a fantastic idea. It's not going to happen. It's no because that Lucasfilm never does does anything that we do I that know. we that we suggest. I would lose. I, I would lose my mind like just like Kenobi if Ahsoka starts and it's the recap and it's just Rebels. And it's that like would be such a treat for Rebels fans though. Yeah, you know? imagine, and it just gets live action fans just caught up like that. Because everyone wants Clone Wars flashbacks, but why not Rebels flashbacks? Not even know? just we don't even need like no, just animation, just like the four. It's just like a, a couple minute recap at the beginning of the episode, and then it's like boom, <laughs> we're caught up. And that's the thing too, like comparing like Clone Wars to Rebels. Like Clone Wars gets so much praise, but Rebels should be like on the same tier as them. I mean, Rebels oh. is my favorite show, but Clone Wars, like, and according to I like Book of Boba Fett was your favorite show. Okay, that's just that's just Boba Fett. That's just it's whatever. Um, but Clone Wars is on a I'm very glad, high okay, level. Somebody, it is. Somebody clips that constantly. Somebody clips that constantly though. underrated. Like I, when I was still making Star Wars content on TikTok in like 2020, is when I first watched Rebels, and this was like yeah. peak peak Clone Wars season seven hype. And I would make videos talking about Rebels, and I would get inundated with comments of being like, "Rebels sucks." The skinny lightsabers are stupid. It's just for babies. Like the animation sucks. And I made this whole video about how the animation of Rebels is based off of um, Ralph McQuarrie's original concept art for Star Wars. Like it is yep. based on the style of the original trilogy, not Clone Wars style, like that boxy, blocky animation style. If you look mm-hmm. at uh, Ralph McQuarrie's concept art, like it's like Zeb is based off of the original Chewbacca concept design. Like mm-hmm. everything, lots of the planets. Like I think Lothal. Chopper is based off the original R two concept. Yeah, like Lothal is in like the design they end up using for Lothal is in some of the art as well. Like it's very yep. heavily original trilogy inspired, and that's why I love it so much because I am an original trilogy girly. So. Yeah, and that's what I Herc was saying too. Had to defend Rebels with my life. I'm glad it has at least a little bit more of a fan base now, but I it is still that. completely underrated in because, terms. Yeah, of but fans. with what Harith was saying too, like with um the like if we see um callbacks to like mm. scenes in Rebels, mm-hmm. it's like because we this want is... you want the general audience to be like, huh, I wonder where that story originated from. Maybe I can go back mm-hmm. and watch it. Mm-hmm. But then, like for people who have seen Rebels and love Rebels, yeah, we get we're that, gonna be like, yeah, it's gonna be such a <laughs> such a a nice. Uh, it's just like a you know like a warm. I don't I don't know what to call it. It would be such a nice. Um, yeah. um what, what, what am I looking for? Um. Payoff. It'd be, it'd be such a nice treat. It'd be yeah. a treat. Oh, okay, okay, and all right. Yeah. What building up what Emily said about like how like originally like a couple years ago even like Rebels Blake fans were like not like I wouldn't say like, no, like not, shunned like, shunned because like they were kids at the time because you got to think it's been yeah. five years since Rebels season four and also oh, we got the fucking Purgles last night. And also, night. Yes! Get, I'm getting to it, Luke. Let me build to it. <laughs> Just like how they're. But we're getting a bunch of Clone Wars connections because those fans were adults. Now we're getting connections to Rebels because mm-hmm. Rebels fans are now adults. Because if you mm-hmm. watched the show when you were 13 in 2014, well, it's been about what? Like nine years? You'd be in your 20s. Mm-hmm. You'd be an adult. And, You'd be having kids. You'd be introducing the Rebels. So, and like, also Rebels is the first visual media made by Disney or under right. Disney. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And but, it's, it's wonderful. I, I watched it 
I watched it once by myself and then I made it's like during COVID lockdown made my dad watch all of it with me and he was like this is really good like why did I never why have I never seen this like he really enjoyed it so I would say it's not just you know and we're back how we doing Anna well Todd things are heating up Ooh, yes, Nelson with the jalapeno poppers. Incredible. Ramirez comes in hot with a cheeseburger, patty, lettuce, tomatoes. Beautiful formation. Is he? <gasps> He's going for it. Ramirez grabs the dude's mayo. Look at it go. The twang. Anna, this is the best tailgate I've ever commentated on. Tailgate with twang. Get the official mayo of the tailgate, Duke's Mayo, today. Coming to Curiosity Stream. Go on an adventure, 66 million years in the making, with Dino Week. From new discoveries about the dinosaurs we thought we knew, to the mind-blowing species still being unearthed, and the controversial discovery that could rewrite history, did dinosaurs survive longer than imagined? Dino Week on Curiosity Stream, And with monthly, annual, and bundled pricing plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. Uh... You don't just have to rely on the nostalgia of if you've watched it when you were younger. Like, I think it's it still holds up. Um, yeah. It's something that, you know, if, like you said, if there's a, some kind of flashback that like you'd still be able to go watch it and enjoy it. Yeah, something about its originality and storytelling just makes it shine. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it also combines with, like, a little bit of the nostalgia when you were a kid yeah. because of Ahsoka. Oh, yeah. And especially with the next episode of, like... Yes. I can already tell... Later, I little can Leia. Already, I can already tell... When we do the uh, sign-up sheet for Ahsoka, we're going to have to have at least three guests on. Because <laughs> there's going to be so say. many people Whoa. that are just going to yeah. be like, can I be on? Can I be on? Because it's like, it, it's going to... It's going to... Okay, so I'm tempering my expectations for Ahsoka because Agreed. this... Mm-hmm. The, the the discourse ab- around that show already, whether it's Rosario dot people not liking Rosario Dawson, or or the discourse around Thrawn, or what what whatever you have, I'm going in it into it with very tampered expectations because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of Star Wars fans and this is Star Wars fans in general will go will have these huge high expectations and they watch the first episode and their expectations aren't met and they don't let things simmer or they don't let things build up i'm mm-hmm. looking at everybody saying that kenobi is a terrible show even though they don't I was about want to talk to about that i they, was like that's they, a little bit ironic luke that, mm-hmm. that, that's literally kenobi that's literally kenobi well i was gonna say for, yeah. for this panel in general like luke and char have definitely heard me say it a lot Luke had Obi-Wan, Char had Book yep. of Boba Fett. Yep. Ahsoka's my show. This is the show I've been waiting for since mm. the original Disney Plus Slated Guns. I was like, yeah. finally yep. we're getting the soft continuation to Rebels. I cannot wait, and I've been ecstatic. But like, even I'm kind of getting sick of the discourse around the show, because when the le- like the quote-unquote leaks on it, we're not going to talk about it, but like the discourse around it made me just not want to talk about the show. Not making my personality on Twitter at all. I'm like, no, why would I want to die face first into this? Yeah, yeah no. I it, it's there's just... like a... There's this thing that happens nowadays where like everybody I don't know if it was Marvel or I don't know who started it but like the um the feeling like you have to predict stuff happening like this whole like what do we think 
what WandaVision. yes wandavision, WandaVision. like mephisto what do we think is going to happen this like intense discourse about 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 <laughs> what we want to happen has like just totally derailed everyone's yeah. ability to just enjoy enjoy things. yes exactly. just like it's okay to be disappointed by like little things here and there but like i feel like people tend to like build up this whole narrative Persona. this whole idea and they like have a, a list of things the boxes they want ticked and it's like yeah the present well, like PowerPoint that's, presentation that's yeah. not enjoy that's not enjoying media anymore like if you're just looking for things to criticize and being like okay well it ticked that box and it didn't do that one and you're like only able to look at things with a critical eye i just feel like maybe you should take a step back because it sounds that's like a crater not, that, you know like a crater that I'm, I, yeah I, it's I just like before. it's not a fun thing to get sucked into because then all it's never going to be exactly what you want like none of your boxes are going to get ticked none of this stuff that you you think should happen is probably going to happen and you're just going to be disappointed and you're going to be miserable and yeah, yeah. about the, about this thing that you supposedly love you know like it's yeah. i don't know it's all backwards yeah. to me so <laughs> before yeah. i dive into my oh. facts I was going to say something, but you can... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, so on that note of, like, uh, Emily talking about, like, the WandaVision effect of, like, people constantly predicting stuff, I also felt like there's another effect that has happened in this community, small and large, of, like, creators in this (laughs) community of, like, they constantly have to feel like they have to make something their entire personality, or Mm. they have to out-fan somebody, Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm a bigger fan of Ahsoka than you, or, like, that kind of energy yeah yeah and it's yeah. kind of gatekeepy in a sense mm-hmm. of like like feeling they have to be the bigger expert on something oh no, yeah it... it's it's like as especially as content creators it's like very daunting and exhausting sometimes to be like okay well like i'm constantly worried about being wrong about something someone's gonna correct me somebody's gonna know more than me like it really creates this feeling of like oh, i can't talk about this unless i know every single little ticky tacky detail and again that's not fun like people yeah. should be able to be fans no matter what their level of of understanding is exactly. on a subject absolutely and i and that's why i still have not made my galadriel video of why i like video i i went into a whole i had a whole idea of me breaking down her character development in the rings yeah. of power and why <laughs> i you like should <laughs> Look, when we say it, nobody listens. So maybe if you say it, I don't understand why you why people don't listen to you. It's it's (laughs) being oh my god! Don't get me on that soapbox. Uploaded during National like Women's Month. Women's History Month. Yeah. No, wait. Oh, that's what we should do. I should give you my ideas. You should put them out. Uh (laughs) Oh. Then then see how like honestly I. Yeah. I I, lo- yeah. I love her character development in that show. It's it's people it say it's not written sense. well. It, it makes it sense. Makes it makes perfect sense. sense if you read like unfinished tales, Silmarillion, things Tolkien wrote about her. Like it's none of it is out of character for her. Nope. Yeah. So bef- the question I wanted to ask before I dive into my facts segment is: since we already have for 2023, we have Bad Batch and we have The Mandalorian. What other project in 2023 are you most excited about? Which ones are there? Ahsoka, uh, so Skeleton Crew, Acolyte. Those are the two. No, Acolyte's not coming out in 23. It's 24. Boo. 
So you know, it's just Skeleton Crew and Ahsoka. I'm going to say Ahsoka. <laughs> well, we're forgetting a couple other things. We're forgetting about Jedi Survivor. Oh, yeah, Wars Jedi Survivor. And High Republic Phase 3. High, High Republic Phase 3 for sure. High Republic Phase 2, and I'm just going to come out and say it, hasn't been hitting. Why? The young adult book. I thought I thought Path of the Sea was good, but Path of the Sea was good. I can't get in convergence. I don't know if I'm gonna get I'm into sorry, cataclysm. Kels, I know. I, I just want yet. to. I just want to get back to finding out if Burry fucking survived. I want to know if Burry Boy survived. If he survived, we're good. Okay, it's all I care about. I just need to know how Eldar's doing. Is is my boy uh, Tommy from Last of Us doing good? <laughs> Uh, Emily, have you read any of the High Republic books? Mm-mm. No, I I it, I, it's, I have it some. Daunting. I've read some of the Padme. I have some like Star Wars books back here on my shelf. Um, I just don't like physical books. I are hard for me to read right now for some reason. I'm just like all audiobook. So I keep meaning to get into it, but oh, Vision season two. Oh, yeah, they yeah. had a whole panel about that celebration. But, yeah. Emily, if you are going to get into the High Republic, honestly, start with Light of the Jedi. It's such okay. a good opening to a book. Honestly, it's like phase one. Phase opening. one. I, they, uh, yeah. Phase okay. one of the High Republic is really phenomenal. Okay. There's only one miss, and that's. Uh, we knew you Luke know what it is that we're going to say uh, at the same time. I, you, Luke, I already have it off the top of my head. I can just uh, say it right now. One, out of the shadows. Nah, damn it. Yes, it's out of the shadows. It just. I, I we read it and and listened to it in the audiobook. I listen to audiobooks and I read it at the same time. So it makes it tough. In the audiobook, like you like when you do audiobooks in Star Wars, mm-hmm. it's like you get the whole shebang where there's, oh, where there's yeah. the music, like I lightsaber. Ahsoka and oh, Lost yes. Stars on audiobook and I was like living. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do do uh, Light of the Jedi the the adult novels for the most part hit, actually all of them hit. They're all uh, bangers. They're they're all really good. Okay. Rising Storm is will break you, just like Empire oh, no. Strikes Back. And then Claudia, anyone uh, you're broken with Rising Storm, Claudia Gray says, "Oh, I can up that by." A Have lot. you read Mat- Master and Apprentice? Oh, Emily, we. When we go offline, we're giving you a whole checklist. Your Where's not a okay? <laughs> yeah, give me give me the list. <laughs> yes, we will we will give you the list. But Char, get into uh, your uh, three interesting facts. Hit it, Luke. Three interesting facts about a certain Rebels arc that you didn't know about until now. Part twenty four: The Mystery <laughs> of Chopper Base Edition. Fact one: Unseen for generations until now. The opening sparring match in the first is the first on-screen appearance of a lightsaber in training mode. It has a dimmer shine and produces a, dim, a different sound. Upon contact, it stings but does not cut or burn. Fact 2. Lasat terminology. It's fitting that Zeb calls creatures that annoy him bogans. That was an early word used in the Star Wars scripts to describe the dark side. The Lasat used the light side counterpart word Ashla from the same source. Fact 3. The little guys have a name. The smaller shelled creatures in this episode are called Dakma. And there you have it. Those are the three interesting facts about the mystery of Chopper Base. I didn't know that first one about lightsabers having a training mode. Like, I actually wondered about that watching that scene. I was like, is this not dangerous? Like, <laughs> Yeah, because then it wasn't ever touched upon until the Anakin Obi-Wan comic. 
Israel is 5,690 miles away from the U.S., 11 hours by plane. Hate travels faster, in a comment, in a post, in a second. Jewish hate is up 388% in the U.S. Black hate, Muslim hate, and Asian hate are up too. When one hate rises, they all do. Let's stand up to all hate together. Share and wear the blue square from StandUpToJewishHate.org. Where yeah. they had training mode on. Well, well, yeah, wow, I yeah. That, I thought we had done with that in Rebels when uh, they were talking about like the lightsaber and they're like adjusting the height of it and they're talking about like certain things. Oh what? yeah, never mind. That was also I think that was also mentioned, but it wasn't shown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like that's a lot. What a lot of fans don't acknowledge is that Rebels introduced a lot of things. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was concept, but they actually put it into the canon timeline. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's crazy how much of it has been pioneered by rebels yep absolutely well emily it is time to rank the episode uh we have obviously i we can probably just guess we don't even have to do uh oh geez oh uh also speaking of which uh actually we'll rank it and then i'll go i will talk about this real quick after we're done uh so bad ensign, okay, lieutenant, good, captain, great, admiral, and chef's kiss at Grand Admiral Emily. What is mm-hmm. your ranking? Um, I okay. I think this is a really underrated episode. Like I, I was like, I don't. I was impressed. I, I thought it was. I mean, considering the hype for the the next episode, next the fact that nobody else wanted to talk about this episode. Apparently, I <laughs> I, I, I like this episode. I love. The, the ending especially, like, the Morai, I love that they just follow Ahsoka. That's one of my favorite little kind of motifs, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm i going to say Captain. I think this is a good episode. I don't think it's, like, a crazy episode. I don't know. Maybe maybe Admiral. Admiral. Okay. Harris? I thought you were gonna. I honestly thought you were gonna go all the way and be like, you know, what? I'm the only one that want to come on for this episode. So, Grand Admiral, and like, just I thought she was gonna do it too. And I then mean, she did. I don't. I mean, I, I don't think I can go that high. I just, I think it's really okay. <laughs> oh, trust me, we've I'll done say, it before. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say Admiral because I do feel like this isn't this isn't underrated. No, episode. yeah, I thought there's a lot of good. Agree. I mean, we get Ahsoka, we get Rex. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Harris, I'm gonna give it an Admiral. I think it, it's a great episode, and it just sets you right up for Twilight to be Apprentice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I'm gonna give it a captain. Uh, I think it was a good setup. Um, I just, it's not a extremely memorable episode for me. Uh, but I mean, I think maybe because it does, you know, is it, it is clouded in the shadow of Twilight of the Apprentice. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it does set up for not even just the finale of the season but for future episodes as well but so i'm gonna give it i'm gonna mm. give it a captain the canara moment also forgot about that lovely canara moment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that i'll see you again line just really yeah. have to throw that in there yeah agreed i'm gonna give it a admiral as well it's got a lot of good uh story elements to it that i really really enjoyed um so I'll give it an admiral. So this episode is dubbed by an vote, admiral. It is admiral. Yes. It is an admiral. It is an admiral. You can add it to the tier list ranking whenever I do it at the end of the show. And, and yeah, good luck. Um, 
Uh, Kenny says Admiral. Uh, speaking of which, Hacksmith uh, lightsaber. This this popped in my head. Um, so Master Allen, if you don't follow him, level up light. Uh, level up sabers now is the company. Uh, he had a accident happen with a tree taking down some power lines and kind of has done some damage to his property and stuff like that. Um, uh, oh. So, yeah, if you haven't seen that on TikTok, go check that out. Um, uh, Level Up Sabers has a discount code for, um, uh, I think it's 15% off of all lightsabers and accessories over, uh, over on levelupsabers.com. Use the um, use the coupon code BigStick for fifteen percent, and you can also go buy from our affiliate uh, in our uh, link tree or not link tree in our beacon. Uh, you guys can go there and use the fifteen percent off and help out the podcast. This is the first time I've ever done. I was about to say I thought this is the first this. time we actually promote our affiliate link. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you are looking for a lightsaber. There's no better. There's no better person or better place to get it from than the Master Allen. That's or if sure, you want to so. be chaotic evil, you could use our old they fly now link and pay me. That's fair. You could do that as well. I don't get any cut of that. So, um, yeah. So the pod ones one. So no, I hey, and it's not worth anything right now. So that's that's just that. Uh, that's gonna be it for this episode, Emily. Thank you for coming on. Uh, and this isn't your first Star Wars podcast, unfortunately. No, I've but it's been I've, your first Star Wars podcast. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> were on really... high ground and diet all the time. Rest in peace, high ground. Yeah, rest in I peace, know. high ground. Uh, but like you're gonna be a regular for for uh, more stuff though on Pod mm-hmm. ones. So oh, yeah, I think I signed up for another Rebels episode down the line. Yep. And uh, are you still gonna do Mando's uh, season finale? Oh yes, yeah. All right, there we go. There I'll have to go. work back up again until till that three a.m. Uh... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the one that yeah. Luke, Beth, and I will actually be on. Yes, because uh, uh, Beth, uh, Harith, and I will be out in London for Star Wars Celebration, covering right. that and doing things. Um, so, so I'm gonna have a party <laughs> in ones, and it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> uh so so if anybody wants to help out char there you go yeah any takers come on it's gonna There's be your... your own star wars celebration yeah there you go april 12th <laughs> april 12th you guys won't be here for april 12th right no, no harith will any... be no no oh no you ireland. won't oh yeah well, hey, in ireland. so yeah, april 12th right. that 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 no, night you get april where it airs no, you an get... episode it no, will be March. my birthday or not March, you get, uh, Holy four, shit! Are we missing? Oh. oh my god, we're missing. We're missing Char's birthday. Yeah. So whoever wants to be on for Mando during my birthday, oh. hey Char, I'll give you a belated uh, birthday a month later. Oh, my, <laughs> we just celebrate both our birthdays. There I would like some friends. Oh Jesus, I forgot about that. Well, now I feel like a jerk. Thanks, hey. Char. Yeah, asshole. Hey, hey, anyway. Char, we're gonna celebrate. My, we're gonna celebrate both our birthdays in May. Anyway, anyway, uh, Emily, where can the good people follow you on the social medias? What was that? Yeah. First of all, hold on. Before you go into, what was that? Yeah. What I was that? Medicine, <laughs> medical. Uh, <laughs> medical, medical. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, Harris, come on, sing it. He was doing it. He was like, I was like <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Emily, go ahead. <laughs> you can follow me on TikTok, 
Twitter, Instagram, at Summer Emily. I also have YouTube and Twitch, and I, I just took the username everywhere, but I don't post on pretty much anything, but <laughs> <laughs> TikTok and Twitter. <laughs> so, yeah. Can't wait to have you on again. Harris? I know. Well, just like this lightsaber code, we're probably at 15 Jerome months. Anyway. <laughs> also, should I plug my TikTok? It's going to die. It's, it's going to like potentially get banned. Okay, first, what? <laughs> no, that never happens. First it's of all, been banned like three times. I'm not worried. First of, all, <laughs> first of all, first of all, you have a you have content that you could do. You just choose not to. Do I it. just choose to do content for you, Luke. There's just a difference. That's just, that does not sound good when you, you know, say it. You know what? I just I just I don't have that much free time, and you know I just I I just will just. Your your Zillow beast. Uh, that's why I kept it in there so that you could clip it and put it in a TikTok form. I will clip it and put it in a TikTok form eventually. Okay. Anyway, you're you gonna wait until here. it's confirmed. That's your problem. You're not gonna go out on a limb. No, have I'll go on call a limb you and, an idiot, and then and then then see that's the best part. You can have people call you an idiot, and then you can be like, "Ha! Guess what?" This was true, bitches. This is true. Let me pull up my copy of Secrets of the Sith and be like, fuck you. I, no, that's, that's old TikTok. You know what I just found the other day? I was at Barnes & Noble, and I just found oh, out that God. there was a Secret of the Bounty Hunters. Yeah, there yeah. was. Yeah. Hondo and it's, all, it's all in a Hondo's perspective. It's cool. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, you can find me Hair Productions on TikTok and Instagram, and Hair Vendors where edits on Twitter, and Hive. Fuck you, Luke. Yes. <laughs> not nice. Apologize to Luke. Yeah, apologize to me right now. I will not. Yeah, no, 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 hey, no. We are not doing our outros until you say you're sorry, okay? Char- oh, damn, you have a full parable? Yeah, 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 yeah. Apologize. Hate is not accepted here. Unless it's from <laughs> Kenny, because Kenny is in charge of all the derailments. Anyway. Are we, are we sure Kenny's in charge of all the derailments? Yeah, yes, he is. Yes, he is. No, apologize. Um, no, 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 Char. Char, we got to get going. Char, <laughs> where can the good people follow you? Good people, you can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Char Char. J as spelled right here. And you can find me here at the Pod Ones Podcast. Every Thursday night as we cover our Star Wars Rebels rewatch. Next week, check season us out for Season 2, Episodes 21 and 22 of Twilight of the Apprentice. Typical Char NPC moment. Yep. No. Nope. Uh, and you can follow us at the Pod Ones on all social medias. Uh, go check out our Mando Season 3, Episode 1 reaction and our Bad Batch uh, Season 2, Episode 11 reaction. But that's going to be it for this one. Uh, may the Force be with you. Always. Always. See you guys. Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance. But one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kids' tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof. 
Not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. Hey, hey. 